0: Carry around with you in your pocket. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, I uh, decided to take a little bit of time away from the podcast, especially here in February, as we were trying to get our team ready for the stretch run, and uh, just felt like it was the right thing to do. If I was going to spend my time on basketball, it needed to be on my team, and I hope you guys, as listeners, uh, can appreciate that. Uh, just a quick recap uh, in case you're curious. Uh, last year uh, the team won four games the year before I came aboard and uh, this year we doubled that we got up to to eight wins. Uh, we finished strong here at the end of the year. We finished six and four. Um, we, we had a chance to finish I believe seven and four or, or even eight and four uh, a game we, we lost a game. At the beginning of that stretch that I really felt like we should have won. We left over 40 points on the floor uh, between missed layups and missed free throws, and we lost by two when the other team hit a a three-pointer with about seven seconds left in the game. And then we had a game uh, that got canceled um, at the end of the season um, because of weather, and you know, I really felt like we had a great chance that that uh, you know to get up to that double digits of, of 10 wins. Um, my seniors who were absolutely awesome, um, they had won 10 games. Uh, their previous three seasons combined their freshman sophomore and junior year. So to to have the opportunity to match that in one season was something I was really hoping we'd have an opportunity to do. Uh, but that's not the way it turned out. but um, you know it was a, a, a very good first season. Uh, in that regard uh, we've established a, a standard a vision a culture uh, championship habits and and now it's time to take the next step and we'll, we'll you know we'll do that in due time and we'll really get focused on the nuts and bolts of that in due time but i uh, just wanted to fill in folks uh, that might be curious as to how our season went uh, that's what happened and uh, had a great group of kids it was truly a joy to be around them but I am back to you guys and we are back to Foundation Friday number 56 here and we're gonna talk about postseason responsibilities uh, both to the program and to yourself and things that you need to think about uh, that to 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 get ready to begin your postseason. And look ahead to your summer season. We'll have this lull as, as uh, the season wraps up for, for all of us, uh, whether it's already done uh, or whether you're, you're going to be done in the next week or two weeks, depending on just how your team does. And, and I hope as many of you can go as long as you can. But obviously the math works out that every time two teams get together this time of the year, one of them is going to be done. So I uh, wish you all nothing but the best. So uh, as we think about the postseason here, I had about six big thoughts that I wanted to, to run through, uh, some quicker than others. Uh, the first thing is to make sure you get out thank yous. Uh, I think it's really important that you thank, uh, maybe in the form of a card or or a, a handwritten note, uh, that you thank your parents uh, for, for all that they do, for all the sacrifice that they do, uh, for the drop-offs and the pickups and the pre-game meals and the post-game meals and all the things that are, that our parents do. And we like to complain about the parents that are a, a pain in the, in the butt for us. Uh, let's be honest, 90 to 95% of our parents are, are good parents. It's, it's just unfortunately the 5 to 10% that are not are the ones that we focus our energy on. Thank your managers. Uh, Be sure, you know, those are the, the kids that are doing the dirty work, your videographers, your statisticians, the kids that are there every day in practice, keeping track of the clock, those type of things. Your administration, be sure to thank your administration. They're the ones that hired you. And there's times where administrators... Are, are, are dealing with phone calls or dealing with situations about you that you have no idea that they're dealing with. Um, so be sure to, to do that. And then, of course, perhaps the most important people to thank are your assistants. Take care of your assistant coaches. Uh, show your uh, affection, your love for them and so that they um, know that they are appreciated. Uh, we as head coaches don't get paid a whole lot they get paid a whole lot less and put in uh, about as much time as we do uh, within the job. So, uh, those are some people that I that that uh, maybe even your janitors and and your maintenance staff that help set up the gymnasiums uh, that that help you know, keep the floors clean, stuff like that, you know, just be sure to thank as many people as possible. Uh, put those uh, emotional deposits into the bank with those people, because at some point, you're probably going to need to make a withdrawal at, at, uh, at a certain time in a certain situation. Second thing, of course, is to hand in your uniforms, to get your travel suits in, to get your gear taken care of, and to take a good inventory of your program. I would encourage you, if you're like me. Um, the, this is the stuff I hate this particular topic. this is the one of the things that I despise doing. So if you don't like it, do it right away. Get it done, get it taken care of. Get everything turned in and be done with it and move forward so that you don't have that thing hanging over your head. When it comes to grading, one of the the, the thing I dislike the most about teaching is doing the grading. So what do I do when I have to grade? I grade it right away because if I don't grade it right away, I'm going to procrastinate and that's not what I want. So take that inventory of the program, get everything handed in as soon as possible, uh, and and move forward with that type of stuff. Um, in the world of COVID, this is a little bit more difficult to do, but start planning your banquet or some sort of post-season gathering. Um, I think it's really important that you, uh, the longer I do this, it's important, especially when, when things are very positive, to have a, a, a bow at the end of your, your season, to, to have something where it's it's kind of this final send-off, especially for your seniors. Uh, those type of situations are really important, and, and to give those kids a final send-off, because you're going to want those people to stay involved with your program after they have left. Obviously, it's really important. Don't do this all yourself. Look for your parents to help you out, especially your underclassmen. I really think with stuff like this, seniors, senior parents should be off limits. Let them enjoy uh, the last go around. Uh, Rely on your freshmen, sophomores, and juniors. Have them pay their dues. And then, you know, let your seniors just sit back and your senior parents sit back and relax and enjoy this. Along with that, uh, things that you're preparing for your banquet or your final gathering or, or just your senior send-off, uh, do something s- uh, special for your seniors, whether that's a plaque or uh, you know something very personal, uh, a personal note, a personal card. And it, don't just limit yourself to one thing. Let your kids know as they leave your program that, that you really care about them as people and that you appreciate all the contributions that, that they have put into your program. Um, one of the things that one of my former assistants used to do, she uh, she put together this really terrific end-of-the-season booklet um, highlighting our, our seniors' stat uh, statistics, um, and we'll get to statistics in just a second here, uh, uh, memories, pictures, uh, some, some stuff in there about the freshman team, some stuff in there about the JV team, uh, the journey that we've gone on the last 12 months all together. Uh, so if you've got somebody that's willing to do something like that, and, and it doesn't have to be as elaborate as that but it can be something uh a simpler version of that and something really really nice that you can put together in a booklet form to give to your to your players and especially again your outgoing seniors you also want to make sure as you're wrapping things up you want to update your stats and update your record boards and update your uh your 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 all-time records within your program your rankings um just to make sure that, that kids can see their names. And don't limit it to maybe the top five. If you if you can go 20 kids deep, go 20 kids deep. They like to see their names in those numbers and be able to, yeah, you know what? Um, I was, you know, when I left, I was the 15th all-time leading scorer in school history. Um, you know, things along those lines. Keep those records updated. Um, last two things here, and I think these two things are really, really important. Number one, Take care of yourself. Uh, you need to find some downtime for yourself. Um, and, and you have to do what you think is right for you. Um, maybe it's a, a, a short vacation. A lot of us, the vast majority of us, are teachers and we're in education. So it's kind of hard to just, hey, I'm going to take off for a week and go golfing in, in Arizona or something like that. I mean, that's, that's a tough gig. Um, but can you do a staycation? Um with you, with your spouse, uh, or uh, just a, a big, a big over-the-top date night. Uh, we all owe our spouses and significant others a lot for the time that they sacrifice with. Uh, you with us doing this job and so i think it's really important that you really take some time at the end of the season and when the season is over to spend some time and to spend uh some some money on on your spouse your significant other and find a way to reconnect because it has been a long arduous journey for everybody involved even in the best of seasons it's a long long journey um I think it's important that maybe, you know, if, if, if that's not in the cards or if that's another thing that you can do is, is take your coaches out for just a, just a uh, let your hair down, relaxation night, take them out for dinner, take them out for uh, whatever you choose to do. It could be something simple. It could be something more complicated. Uh, but just enjoy that tight group one last time, the, the last time that, that you all may be together uh, for the long term. I also encourage you uh, to go down to your state tournaments if possible. And again, during the time of COVID, um, a lot of the stuff that we're talking about today, when it comes to the social part of it, is is up in the air. Uh, but if you can get down to the state tournament, especially in the age of COVID, I really encourage you to do that. Go down there, do some networking, talk with talk with fellow coaches, uh, grab a couple meals, sit down, watch some watch some good basketball, and and kind of put yourself in that situation where you want to visualize yourself being down there on that sideline next season and then the last thing uh, with your postseason responsibilities is give your players some downtime and give your players some distance Uh, we have been around our kids for every day on average close to for, for three three and a half four months depending on your situation you need some time away from them and they need some time away from you uh, you're gonna have plenty of time to get back to work with your players. And maybe your season didn't end the way you wanted to. Maybe you uh, you, you lost a tough one uh, to in, in the postseason a game that you feel like you should have won. And the temptation is, we got to get right back in and we got to get this going. Hey, listen, if if that loss was tough enough, then there's gonna be enough of a desire a month from now to get back at it. Uh, but sometimes less is more, and and with the, the lifestyle that our kids are asked to to lead today, uh, I think sometimes we're rushing them into adulthood. Let them be teenagers for a while. Let them go home after school at three fifteen and and relax for a little while. Um, those those jump shots will be there a month from now. The, 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 those those weights will be there a, a month from now. Um, now you don't want to wait forever, but give them that downtime. Less is more. And what you want is you, whenever you bring your kids back, you want them to be energetic. You want them to be excited because we're all working towards this month, to February and early March. And you don't want them to be burnt out. You know, February and, and March aren't necessarily one. In 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 April and May, but they sure as heck can be lost in April and May by doing too much, by not having your kids peaking at the right time, and and if they there's only so much physical and emotional energy that your kids can bring to the table, and they've been through a lot in the in the postseason. You know, I told I told my kids winning one postseason game is like winning two or three regular season games combined. It's that difficult, and and you know a lot of you are probably nodding your head at that statement. I hope you are. So give your kids some downtime. Give them some recovery time. Let them focus on some other things. Let them be a teenager for a while. You need that distance from them, but most importantly, they need that distance from you. And the sooner that you realize that, that those jump shots, you know, we don't need to start coming back in the second week of March, but you know what you can do? You can wait till that fourth week of March and those two extra weeks might be all the, the, the biggest thing that those kids need to get up and excited about the upcoming season. So just some thoughts on postseason responsibility. As, as a lot of us are winding our seasons down, like I said to to all of you, I hope you are able to go as long as you can, but I also have done this long enough to know that the math doesn't end like that. So, uh, coaches, obviously you're listening. Uh, you're on iTunes or SoundCloud. Uh, please like, rate, review, forward this out to folks that might be interested. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or ideas, email me at a pen and a napkin at gmail.com. Look us up on Twitter. A pen and a napkin is the handle. Uh, I, I'm going to get back at it. Monday is the day where daily stuff starts getting put out there again. And that will go right along with our planned quick hitter. Uh, volume two uh, that I'm going to be recording uh, over the next few days with four or five really good coaches, you're really going to like it. So coaches, as always, let's pray for peace. Let's stay safe and let's be sure to hone our craft one day at a time.